Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is called The Pumpkin of Magic Woods, Part 2. Well, Kitty had just run into the dark forest, and Doggy shook his head sadly and said, Oh, I'm going to miss that kooky karate kitten. Bunny said, We can't just let her go by herself, Doggy. She may need our help. Doggy said, Okay, yeah, you're right. So they held hands, oh, I mean paws, and they crossed the dark field, and they stepped into the mysterious forest together. It was even darker under the trees, and colder. A thick layer of orange pine needles carpeted the forest floor, muting the sound of their footsteps, and tall black pricker bushes nestled thickly in the shadows. Weathered skeletons and scraps of tattered cloth hung from their thorny tangles. And Doggy said, oh, those are just Halloween decorations, right? Bunny said, no, I don't think so. Well, they found Kitty a few seconds later. She was inspecting a little wooden shack. Outside the shack sat the remnants of a campfire and a rusty metal bowl full of dirty water. And she went, see, someone must live in this forest. Doggy said, good, maybe they can invite us over for some lunch. Kitty went, Doggy, if you're still hungry, why don't you go look for worms or grubs or something? It's not like you're picky. Doggy said, okay. So he sniffed around the forest floor for food. (laughs) And he found two ropes lying on the ground, a green rope and a red rope. And he went, ooh, tasty worms. But the ropes rose up like cobras, and they said, we're not tasty worms. Doggy said, oh, are are you yucky worms? No, we're, we're lowly ropes. Bunny stepped forward and bowed, and she said, "Uh, Nice to meet you, Mr. and Mrs. Rope. I'm Bunny, and these are my friends, Kitty and Doggy. Doggy pointed to himself and said, I'm Doggy. Kitty said, Yeah, I'm sure they could have figured that out for themselves. And the Red Rope looked at Kitty curiously, and he said, That necklace, it almost reminds me of something. Kitty covered the amulet, and she said, It's mine. I found it. It's my good luck charm. And the green rope looked around nervously, and she said, How did you three get here? Doggy said, Well, I, don't, I can't quite remember. I think maybe we got kidnapped by a flying walrus, or maybe we hitched a ride on an underwater choo-choo train. Bunny went, uh, uh, No, not exactly. We floated up into the air, and then the world swirled around us, and we ended up here. We don't know how or why. Well, the green rope shivered, and she said, You should go back to wherever you came from. Now, quickly. Why? Because our master might see you, and he'll get very angry. Suddenly, a deep voice rumbled in the darkness behind them. How did you get here? Uh, The animals whipped around and saw a big, mean-looking jack-o'-lantern staring at them. He had triangle eyes and a triangle nose and a big smile full of sharp teeth. He looked a little like a plastic pumpkin for carrying Halloween candy. But he was made of space crystal, not plastic. And he was full of deadly pine cones, not candy. Doggy went, Ah, it's the pumpkin of magic woods! I believe! I believe! And the pumpkin glared at the animals and he said, How did you get here? Did Mama help you? Doggy said, Nobody's grandma helped us, I swear. I said, Mama, not grandma. Oh. Bunny stepped forward tentatively and she went, Please, Mr. Pumpkin, we don't know anyone named Mama. We just floated here, we don't know how or why, and we really just want to go home. The pumpkin was quiet a moment, thinking. Orange light roiled inside his crystal body. And then Doggy said, Are you mad at us, Mr. Creepy Pumpkin Dude? Because you sound angry, even though you're smiling. Quiet, foolish beast! The 
pumpkin shot a pine cone out of the hole in the top of his head, and it hit Doggy and turned Doggy into a statue. Bunny went, no! And then Kitty leaped forward and went, Kitty Karate, yeah! And she spun around and kicked the pumpkin as hard as she could. But she was unable to hurt him. She only succeeded in hurting her own foot. Ow! The pumpkin laughed and said, Foolish beast, I am made of space crystal, the hardest stuff in the universe. Nothing can hurt me. Ow. And then the pumpkin turned to his servants and said, Ropes? Yes, master? Throw the cat into the prickers. The rope zipped forward fast, like lightning, and wrapped around Kitty. She didn't even have time to defend herself, and they tossed her through the air. And she landed upside down in a big black pricker bush, right next to a skeleton. Little stinging thorns dug into her skin. She tried to pull herself free, but the thorns wouldn't let her go. And the pumpkin said, those are magic pricker bushes. No one can escape. You will stay up there until you die. And then the ropes wrapped around Bunny and got ready to throw her into the prickers. But then the pumpkin said, wait, I have thought of another use for the rabbit. So the ropes let go of her. And Bunny started to cry and she said, why are you doing this to us? The green rope said, probably Miss Rabbit because of the prophecy that says he will be killed by three talking animals from another world. Quiet, said the pumpkin. Sorry. The pumpkin looked at Bunny and said, now rabbit. If you do me a little favor, I may let you or one of your friends go. Bunny said, what are you talking about? Doggy's dead. And the red rope said, "Uh, actually, all you have to do is put water on him and he'll come back alive. Quiet! Sorry. Then Bunny pointed up at Kitty and she said, and you said Kitty can never escape those prickers. The green rope said, all you have to do is say the magic word and then, quiet! Sorry, master. The pumpkin stared at Bunny. Well, rabbit, will you help me? Kitty yelled down to her and said, Don't help him, Bunny. But Bunny didn't feel like she had a choice. She said, Fine, Mr. Pumpkin. I'll help you if you promise to let both of my friends go. We'll see. Now come with me. The pumpkin glided into the forest, hovering just over the ground. Bunny and the ropes followed behind. And Kitty yelled after them, No, Bunny, don't do it. But Bunny was already gone. They led Bunny deep into the forest to a huge crater where no trees grew. The crater floor was littered with tiny crystals and bits of shiny metal. In the center stood a tall, silvery-gray tower. The tower was lovely, unlike anything Bunny had ever seen. It almost looked like it was made of moonlight that had somehow turned solid. Actually, that's exactly what it was made of. There was a door at the base of the tower and a window near the top. Otherwise, the structure was as smooth as glass. The pumpkin said, Okay, rabbit, I need you to take two silver crowns from a wizard who lives at the top. Bunny said, A a wizard? I I don't know if I can steal something from a wizard. Don't worry, he's usually sleeping. And the green rope said, Andy's nice. The pumpkin growled at her. Bunny said, Why don't you just go get these crowns yourself then, Mr. Pumpkin? The red rope said, he can't. There's a prophecy that says he will die if he goes into the room at the top. Quiet! Sorry, boss. The pumpkin said, besides, the prophecy can't be true. I am made of space crystal, the hardest stuff in the universe. Nothing can destroy me. The red rope said, yeah, but best not to take chances, right, boss? Hmm. Then Bunny said, well, why don't you just send the ropes inside to get the crowns then? And the green rope said, he doesn't trust us. Bunny said, fine, I'll do it. What do these crowns look like? The pumpkin said, they are made of space silver. 
One has a space crystal full of green light on the front, and the other has a space crystal full of red light. Okay, said Bunny, here I go. She took a deep breath and stepped over the threshold and into the tower. And the red rope said, Master, you're going to get the magic crowns back. The power to rule the universe will be back in your hands. The green rope said, but he doesn't have hands. Oh, yeah. Quiet! Sorry. Bunny climbed the tower stairs, all 427 of them, to a doorway at the top. She went, oh, that was a lot of steps. She marveled at the intricate scene carved into the wooden door. It showed a little fairy-like woman with wings. She appeared to be singing. Trees, flowers, and animals swirled forth from her mouth like wisps of cloud. To Bunny's surprise, she realized she could understand the ancient writing carved into the top of the door. It said, Mandalico says the word. And she went, huh, I wonder what the word is or who Mandalico was. Well, if I ever get home again, maybe I can find out. For now, I've got a job to do. So she took a deep breath and opened the door and stepped into the little room. Actually, it wasn't that little of a room. It was a pretty big room. Tall shelves lined every wall, all the way up to the high ceiling. They were full of books and trinkets and potion bottles. She also saw a desk and a table and two cozy armchairs. And a little man, about bunny size, slept peacefully on a bed in the corner. Shifting rainbow hues coursed lazily through the space crystal he used as a pillow. Bunny crept over to the little man. He had a kind and handsome face, though she could tell he had seen his share of woe. He wore a multicolored robe decorated with mystic symbols. His black and white beard had grown so long that it trailed across the floor and around one of the table legs like a vine. Bunny went, wow, looks like he's been sleeping here a long time. And she tried to wake him. She said, sir, Mr. Wizard Man, please wake up. I need your help. But the wizard stayed fast asleep. Bunny thought, oh, well, I guess he must be in an enchanted slumber. She searched the room for the crowns. She climbed the bookshelves and checked every shelf. She looked under the bed and in the drawers of the desk. She even checked the pockets on the old wizard's mystic robes. Nothing. And then the pumpkin called to her from the crater floor below. Well, rabbit, have you found the crowns yet? Bunny leaned out the window and said, no, they're not up here. Liar. Bunny rubbed her forehead wearily and she said, I'm not lying. Can my friends and I go home now? No, not until you find the crowns. But they're not here. Then you will stay up there forever. What? Ropes? Yes, master. Guard this tower night and day. Make sure the rabbit never escapes. The green rope said night and day, but it's always night here. And the red rope said, and what if we have to sleep or go to the bathroom? Just do as I say. Uh, okay, master. And the pumpkin muttered to himself, if the rabbit speaks the truth, then where can the crowns be? Hmm. He glided back into the forest, thinking. Meanwhile, up in the tower, Bunny slumped to the floor and started to cry. How would she and her friends ever get out of this mess? Well, that's the end of The Pumpkin of Magic Woods, Part 2. The next episode, which is the conclusion of this first story, is called The Pumpkin of Magic Woods, Part 3. Goodbye. <laughs>